Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on your auto insurance. That's a lot of money in just a few minutes. With savings like that, you could be lounging on an impractical amount of ornate and overpriced throw pillows you bought for your couch. But you won't, because you're better with money than that. That's why you're calling us in the first place. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Based on average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, during the pandemic? Air quotes, Saturday morning, sir. I'm doing all right, Roy. Um, I think the events of the last, like, couple days and just overall just being tired of, like, what the situation rate is, like, it, it, like, man, that whole anxiety about being in the pandemic is real. And, like... I'm surprised it didn't hit me sooner. Like, but I guess since like people can see the light at the end of the tunnel, now people are like me are like, Mm -hmm. all right, let me get my game vaccine. Let me be able to do stuff. (laughs) So yeah, no, but I I mean, like it's, I mean, we've been literally going on this for a year, 365 plus days. Yeah. People are getting a little antsy. Like you said, like do people see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, we got a nice, nice percentage of Americans getting vaccinated and, you know, people, you know, like we're in March as we're recording the show right now. So people say, Hey, you know what, we can get everything in, in order, you know, as president Biden said, maybe by July 4th, we can have cookouts and all sorts of stuff. So people are getting, getting antsy, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. You know, people, so again, everybody out there, you know, I know it's tough and we've been doing this for 12 months, but we're almost at the finish line again, just continue to be responsible. But I, like you said, like people, you know, it's anxiety is a real thing. I mean, it's, it's, I'm pretty amazed, nothing for nothing. I'm pretty amazed that by and large, um, you know, America has functioned relatively well. Yeah. Um, like, no, I mean, like, function, you know what I mean when I say yeah, function? No, I mean, I, I mean <laughs> like, like not like I really am surprised how I think for me personally, like work wise, I haven't seen a drop off. I mean, did it take a few weeks to a month to like get used to like not having a printer or like things like that? Or yeah. yeah or like, or your kind of wake up habits. Sure. But mm-hmm. after that, I mean, like, I, like, I think I've been as good at work that, as I've ever been. So, I mean, like yeah. there are positives, but it's still like, I, I mean, like, would you like, like, I, I mean, would I like to go to the office maybe once a week to break up the monotony? Yeah. Yeah, like and, and and like like you said, like it, it took a while, you know, and, th- and things had to adjust. And speaking of wake up habits, it's gonna be hard to get those wake up habits back. I tell you that right now, because uh, it's gonna be hard to button pants. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, like yeah. I, I like I can't remember the last time I wore a button down shirt or a shirt or a pair of pants with buttons. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of um, I don't know what the proper word is, but the, the transition back is gonna be a little little rough. Tucking Trans- in, tucking yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, speaking of transition, a lot of things have changed or are changing as we speak as we record this podcast because <laughs> or record this radio show, I should, should say, excuse me, because a lot of players in the NFL are changing teams, including one player officially changing teams earlier this week, and now it's one Carson J. Wentz. We said we wouldn't talk about him, but he can't keep the Eagles out of his mouth. And so we got to put Carson Wentz in our mouths. No, no pun intended or no pun intended at all. But <laughs> we got to talk Carson Wentz. We got to talk about the Eagles uh, press conference earlier this week with new head coach Nick Sirianni, which sounds, <laughs> sounds weird to me to say new head coach Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman. But we have to talk about this basketball team, ladies and gentlemen, because they're the best team in the Eastern Conference as of we're, as of right now, as of this second. Will they be the best team in the East at the end of the season? We will discuss that. Um, of course, we have plenty of other stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs you got, sir? Um, I was going to go on this, like, diatribe about, like, all the anti-agent stuff. But you know what? There's nothing I need to say, like, that hasn't been regurgitated by 4,000 other people. So, But I am going to say something about other sad news about Sean Bradley. Yes. Sports, sports related. That's really sad. And like, I mean, like no one's heard from Charles Bradley in 20 years mm-hmm. and to hear that he's paralyzed was just, I, I mean, like it was kind of like, I don't know, not shocking. It was like the first, the last time I heard about like the, the first time in 20 years I hear about Sean Bradley's paralyzed. I mean, that is 
Like, I, I mean, like, Sean Bradley is part of Philadelphia. Like, I mean, you can't, unfortunately, have any, like, I don't know, unfortunate stories about, like, I don't know, draft picks about Adam. But, I, I mean, like, he wasn't a bust. Like, I, I mean, like, you know it was a bust? Hashim to beat. <laughs> Hashim to beat was a bust. Like, Sean Bradley played for 10. Like, you're not in, like, was he a bust in, in terms of his draft position? Yeah. But did anyone force the Sixers to pick him number two? No. No, and, and like you said, like if you were an absolute bust, if you actually could, absolutely could not play, you would not be in a league. He had about like an 11, like a 12-year career. Like he was in the league for a minute. Like he was in the league for a long time. He was the leader in shot blocks for a couple years. Yeah, for those who who don't know or aren't, aren't familiar, um, Sean Bradley, former um, Philadelphia 76er, former Dallas Maverick, former New Jersey Net, uh, was recently, um, I think, I want to say hit by a car, hit by, hit by a vehicle um, um, near his home and is currently paralyzed or is paralyzed um, from the waist down. Um, like Chris said, Sean Bradley was the former um, number one, well, number two overall pick uh, by the Philadelphia 76ers back in the 20, uh, 1993 NBA draft. And again, like, you know, people, you know, are fond of saying, you know, Sean Bradley's a bust and, you know, this, that, or a third. Sean Bradley had a, you know, you look at his career logs, like Sean Bradley put, a, put together a decent little career in the NBA. Again, he played until he was 32 years old. So I believe that's uh, 12 seasons. 12, You're not a bust seasons? if you play 12 14 seasons. seasons. Uh, 13 seasons. 13 seasons in the, in the NBA. Um, again, like you said, led the league in blocks one time. Again, put together a bunch, you know, 12 and 8, you know, second, uh, third year in the league, uh, 13 and 8 the year after that, 14 and 8. I mean, like he had some decent years, um, decent career, career um, years in the NBA. Um, but like you said, a very sad story um, from Sean Bradley. Um, I just saw a re- report, you know, he said, they said that he's in good spirits. Like Sean Bradley, again, like, like you said, like he's probably one of the more, more positive, upbeat guys. Again, no one ever had a bad word to say about Sean Bradley, the person. And he probably should, considering literally, like he was the butt of a joke every day. Every day he he was here, and like I I I mean the fact he still kept a to this day still keeps a positive outlook on life. Kudos to him, and I don't know speedy recovery and 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 best wishes, man. Yeah, prayers up to Sean Bradley. Prayers up to his family. He says, um, according to reports. Um, Sean's going to be become basically like a, a spokesman for basically like, um, you know, like, like basically watch out for, you know, bicyclists and things like that. Because again, like this is like, this happens quite a bit. Like I wasn't aware of, you know, vehicle accidents involving bikes, you know, being this serious this often, this happens quite a bit apparently. So, um, again, if it, like Sean Bradley, you know, kudos, you know, you know, prayers and wishes to him, you know, hopefully a speedy recovery. But again, like things like this, unfortunately when things like th- this happen, obviously it's a, it's a bad thing, but, um, if this does shine a light on the fact that people need to be kind of more cognizant of bicyclists and things like that when they're in their cars. More importantly, don't be jerks thing. to them. Like, I, yeah. I mean, like, are there instances where, 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 where bicyclists like try to own, own, own the road? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, the fair majority of it is people not wanting to share a, like a small part of the street right. with these, right. with, with these bike, with, with these bicyclists. Yeah, so again, so and prayers to Sean Bradley. Again, if you're not familiar with Sean Bradley, if you think Sean Bradley's a bust, go to basketballreference.com and, and kind of, you know, dig, do a little digging because Sean Bradley, again, had a very good NBA career. Um, and again, like you said, like just, just a positive person. And hopefully, again, he can make a complete recovery um, from this accident. We will keep it with basketball. We will we'll keep it with basketball. Actually, before we get to basketball, we, we should say, again, please follow us, as always, wherever you get your podcasts and radio shows, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Tune in radio, player.fm, Google Play, and Spotify. Also, follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I'm at the BS line. Obviously, we'll, obviously we'll be talking tournament this weekend. We will? Chris is, well, well, we'll be talking well, we'll be talking tournament on the show. I don't know yes. if Chris is going to be talking tournament um, going forward. There, there is a, I'd say, an 85% chance I don't turn to one game. You don't turn the tournament on? No. 85% chance? Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I it's just going to be like, on like seven networks. But if I haven't turned it on in a year mm-hmm. or two, like I, I mean, I don't think I watched. I don't think I watched the game last year too. I, I, I mean, you like, watched the game last year in the last year tournament? Nope. Really? Well, n- well, no, there wasn't a tournament. Last oh, year. oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, but like <laughs> even a regular season, I just like in my in my social de- in my viewing decision tree or my free time decision tree hockey. Is like ten spots higher than college basketball. Really, really, huh? All right. Well, I'll be watching the tournament. I like, I really I think it's going to need like I think um, like either the Sixers are bad again, and I'm watching college prospects, or some 
like phenomenal, like phenomenon. Like maybe like when LeBron James Jr. Like when Bronny James. <laughs> maybe I'll start watching again. So so there nothing can happen this year, this no. this calendar year, this tournament that'll get you to that you get you going. No, like I, okay. I mean, usually right, it fair. would be usually it would be if if a guy that the Sixers pick and he's like like the reason that they don't suck. Like I don't know, but like mm-hmm. I like I didn't watch because of Tyrese Maxey or like guys like that. And I mean, it's hard to like invest in something, in, like invest in something that you haven't invested in a long time. And and thankfully, with uh, my uh, my uh, station that like I like that really is my <laughs> go to. Like like that's my like like that's my like if I'm in a jam and I need something to do, let me just pop on Hitman and play for the eight thousand time in the last. <laughs> So Chris is going to be talking about, or well, he's not going to be tweeting about PlayStation because he's going to be playing playing Hitman. I'll be tweeting a little bit about the the tournament, acting like I know what I'm talking about, even though, again, like I told Chris offline, I've watched a, probably a total of an hour. No, but I think that's but I think that's the fair consensus of people at this point. I don't think there are many, maybe other than college kids, that are invested in college basketball regularly. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, I, again, like unless people are, unless you're diehards, unless you're looking at the the prospects, or unless you're a diehard, you know, I was gonna say a top twenty five team fan, but again, all the top twenty five teams this year, they're all out of whack because some teams didn't, you know, finish their seasons or you know, Duke finish their conference tournaments or yeah, there's no there's no Duke, there's no Kentucky, like the, a, lot of, a lot of the blue bloods. Wait, are Kentucky out. didn't make it either. No Kentucky, no Duke. Um, a lot <laughs> of the blue bloods are out. A lot of a lot of teams didn't like you know Virginia didn't didn't play in the ACC or finish out the ACC tournament. And I mean it's it's a wild season. So, um, but yeah, I'll be tweeting about it like I like I fake know about it. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we need to talk basketball that we actually watch. That's the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, we weren't with you last week, so we didn't get a chance to talk about the All Star game that wasn't. No Joel Embiid. No Ben Simmons. Well, there was an all-star. Had no game. idea that there they was no there. all-star. Had no idea there was no all-star Saturday. Yeah, there well, it was all it was all all-star Sunday night. This is this is a new thing. Um, no Joel Embiid, no Ben Simmons because of haircuts. Uh the two were in contact with a barber who later tested positive for COVID-19. Therefore, they did not make t- the trip to uh Atlanta. Um, for which was probably a good thing because if you saw the videos out of Atlanta, Atlanta was crazy that weekend. But no trip to Atlanta for Joel Embiid, no trip to Atlanta for Ben Simmons. It actually turned out to be a pretty decent All Star game, even though they probably shouldn't have had it. And I'll still say that. But nothing for nothing, it was an entertaining night except for that awful dunk, con- dunk contest. I don't know how much of that you watched on on Sunday night or two Sundays ago. Oh no, I didn't watch any of it. You don't like, watch like, anything? No. Okay. But no. <laughs> I tell you, I like. I, I mean, like, there are just certain things that I just have fallen off the radar for whatever reason it not being good. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, like, and I don't know what to tell people. The all-star game festivities as a whole have not been good for 10 years. Have like, I mean, like, ha, like, have there been bits and pieces and, a, and moments that were good? Yeah. But I, I mean, not to be that old dude, but other than like, I like the Blake Griffin dunk thing was cool. Like the Levine Gordon thing, but overall, right. You don't have moments like you, and yeah. like and 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 I don't know if just like creativity has tapped out, but I like there has to be some sort of focus group that needs to be created <laughs> to say guys like because frankly like Adam Silver recently has made some really suspect decisions and mm-hmm. like I I think like like m- maybe someone needs to get a hold of that and so or have like a state of the union of the NBA because. In general, like the NBA is very stale, and like I don't know, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, like and it shouldn't be because you have in a crapload of talent all over the place. Yeah. You have young stars, but Roy, like I, I mean, the product is not good. Whether it's the referees, whether it's like I don't know, like guys getting pulled last minute for injuries, there's something wrong there. And like I just like like because I love basketball and I want it, but it feels like. And I don't know when this because, like, when the when the Cavs beat the Warriors, it was on the trajectory up. Mm-hmm. And with all those like stupid Warriors teams that made it boring, and like, are there great moments? Yeah, but consistently, there's not a lot of great basketball on. Like, like I, I mean, like, and, and one this year, it hasn't helped that the broadcasting's been terrible. Like, I mean, like, it, and no fans, but maybe with like broadcasters being there and fans it helps but overall the play 
is just whack sometimes. Sorry. I I, no, 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 it's good. No, I think it's, I think really, it's really hard to evaluate these, this, these last two seasons. I think you're right. Like it's not the same, you know, it just doesn't have the juice and, and that, it, that it had, that it's had before this. I really think it's just a, it's just a effect of these last two seasons. I don't know if you can really evaluate this, the NBA until you have full team, you know, full, you know, arenas until you have, um, you know, teams who are playing, you know, more regular schedules and not like, you know, four games and four, you know, and seven nights and, and regular travel and things like that. Because yeah. because like you said, like, this is kind of like a like the bubble season's a bubble season. We know that's, I don't want to say Fugazi, but we know that was different. This is kind of, this is almost the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, this is really and, like off. And basketball players are just different breeds. Creatures are like, happening. I mean, like, they're not like, like, they're just wired different. Like, football players are just put your head down. Like, I and mean, just you go. just don't see, like, you don't see that level of, like, you just say, yo, I'm going to take it. Like, and like, you see, like, and like, it's to the individualism, but like, and, and, and something I noticed like with stupid stuff that Paul Pierce says and the Shaq kid, they need better coverage of their league Mm -hmm. because the coverage on ESPN and TNT sucks. Like, I I mean, there is no, like someone said it perfectly. The NBA is becoming so transactional that the play on the court is is, is secondary. doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It doesn't like, like, none of that matters. No, like like I want like a, a show. Well, I won't get it, but can we break down some pick and roll? Like, I mean, like, or can we break down like stuff? Like, it's all like, oh, James Harden's like, I don't know, mad at like X player, or, or like, I don't know, like, it's stuff like that that like that's not bringing in casual fans. Like, I, I mean, but but the thing the thing is though, it's that it's that James Harden stuff. It's that you know who's you know is Lamelo Ball the next Luka Doncic or whatever? Like it's stuff like that that drives the ratings, and that's the and that's the problem. Because again, like you and I would like you know more technical. You know, we would like a more technical breakdown of the game. It's like, you know, the Sixers are better this year. Why are they better? Let's look at the plays on the court. And let's figure out yeah. how they've got Ben Simmons in a better spot. That's the kind of stuff that we would eat up. But that's not the stuff that's going to like you put it on first take. People turn off. But people, yeah. you, but then you say like, is Lamelo Ball the you know the best Hornet since Larry Johnson? Or, you know whatever, like the whole hot take thing. Yeah, that, no, people, but there has to be a space in the eco in the broadcasting ecosystem for stuff like that. that that's it's ESPN, all ESPN Plus. I'm telling you, like that stuff. They they. I think they're. I think we're going to see more of that, but it's just going to be on streaming. And then again, if you if you want it, you're going to have to watch it. But I think it'll be there. Yeah. But because because again, like you're, you're right. Like it's not like like you turn on the, you turn on the NBA. I mean, it's not just the NBA. I don't want to want to pick on the NBA. But you turn on the the uh, you know you turn on the ESPNs and you know Fox whatever FS ones or whatever like that. It's the same stuff yeah. over and over and over and over and over. It's like man, it's like there's other things. That, like there are 30 teams in the NBA. There are a bunch of stuff. I mean, let's forget yeah. about bad teams like Detroit. There's plenty of other stuff to talk about. Yeah, other than like James there Harden. is like that's like that's the thing that it's like. But like they're just like like hammering people over the head with this stuff. And it's like, like I need, like, I don't know. Like, can I get the equivalent of like NFL matchup? <laughs> yeah. Like where's the, where's the, where's the NFL matchup for, for the NBA? Like where's like, I mean, again, there should be, again, there should be. I don't be, care if going at seven o'clock in the morning. But that, that was, that, but that was the thing though. It's like, you see what they did with NFL matchup. They stick it on at like seven o'clock in the morning or they put it on at like, you know, four o'clock, 4 a.m. on ESPN two. Yeah. It's like, well, fam, that's how much they value that kind of stuff. Because yeah. again, sorry, sorry for digressing, but I think it, it just speaks to like, Man, like I, I like I think the NBA just needs one great playoff, and yeah. like I because the playoffs, well, like you said last year, you can't factor anything right. in that playoff was pretty bad, and like I don't know, but like I and and like and the whole super team thing is old. It's old. Like I, I mean, is it cool to like know like I, like is it cool to see like 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 as a novel like once in a while like the Nets, but it's like. Dude, it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, like basically, yeah. And, that, and that's yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's part of it too. But that's not going to go anywhere. So that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you got to figure out a way. Because again, like once people see it works, then people are going to be like, all right, well, let's do it. Like again, yeah. we've seen the evidence. Yeah, not to dump on the NBA, but it's like, but like that's what like because I like for the last like this year in particular, I haven't wanted to watch another NBA game other than the Sixers, and really? I usually would like watch anything. Yeah, no, the the NBA, like you're right, the NBA, you know, they actually, they definitely have some things they need to work on. Um, again, like I just don't know how much is going to change because I don't know how much, you know, when Adam Silver sits down and looks at the season, 
like, I don't know how much he's going to say, well, you know what, like given, you know, coronavirus and 18 other factors, like it really wasn't a regular season. So yeah. let's kind of like, you know, reset this and, and, and look at next year. But this season, again, speaking of the season kind of being like quasi Fugazi, this is a season we always say, you and I say that, you know, if you're going to strike, strike while the iron's hot and, and try to make a move. Cause this is a year where you can, you know, make a finals run given everything that, that's going on. And, you look at the Sixers team, and you know earlier this week they lost a close game to to uh, the Bucks without Joel Embiid, who got hurt earlier um, this week. Um, he hurt his knee earlier this week. Oh no, last week. Excuse me, it's been a while. Um, so Joel Embiid gets hurt after the All Star break, and you wonder. You look at the Sixers struggle against the Bucks team. Yes, they didn't have Joel Embiid, but they struggled against the Bucks team at home. Meanwhile, the Nets go fourteen and one in their last fifteen games without Kevin Durant, and some of those games without Kyrie Irving. And I'm seeing Furkan Korkmaz and Mike Scott and Dwight Howard come off the bench. And I'm like, wait a minute, like something's got to give, right? <laughs> like something has to happen before the trade deadline. Am I wrong on this? So, no, like I asked myself last night when I saw Harden put up like like the, the Nets franchise record of 40-point triple-doubles. Um, is it worth it to go all in at this point? Is it worth it for the Sixers to go all in? Yes. Or do you just take your L organically? <laughs> and and like, <laughs> like, no, I I mean like – it seems like an uphill battle, whatever they do, even if you get Lowry. Like, do you have more of a puncher's chance against the Nets with Kyle Lowry? Maybe. Do you have do you have a better chance with like a Terrence Ross or like, I don't know, uh Luke Cornett? No. Like it, it really is like like and but like like I've like I think we've both been saying is you don't want to waste the seat. Like, like right. don't you owe it to like Embiid and the other players to go all in? But or or to go in to a certain degree, I think you. I think again, like I think you have to. I mean, again, like I, I got, like I know we've had discussions. We had discussions on this two weeks ago. We talked about this, this where I wasn't, you know, that sold on Kyle Lowry being the guy. But given the fact where you, given where you are in the standings, and given the fact that again, like this is, and I say as wide open as it's going to be probably in the next couple of years, I think you got to owe it to everybody on this roster. Say like, look, we got to figure this out, and. You know, whether Lowry's a guy or Terrence Ross or whoever, like obviously not PJ Tucker anymore, but whatever guy you need to get, you know, for a reasonable price, I, I think you got it. I think you got to go for it. Because again, we've we said this before, like you don't so does, that ex- so, so does that include Kyle Lowry? That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, like I saw I saw earlier this week, I forget who the report was, was from maybe you know, it was actually on Thursday. Someone said that Toronto might be more inclined to take two first round picks than a first round pick in, in Maxi or a first round pick in Bible. If, if, if they just want two first round picks for Kyle Lowry, just do it. Do it. Like, yeah. do it immediately. Like, there's first round. If you're good, first round picks don't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, two yeah. first round picks for Kyle Lowry is not that, that's in the not 20s. a price. They're yeah, in the not, 20s. Yeah, they're in the 20s. Like, for a 20, the 26th pick in 2021 and the 22nd pick in 2023, who cares? Yeah. Again, if you can get a guy who can kind of get you points off the bench, you get it because. The more like a Shake Milton, I'm like, yo, Shake Milton's not the dude, man. <laughs> no, no, like, I got, I got, I don't like, I got sobered up with Shake Milton against the Bucks. He got not the shot. dude, not the so, guy. Like this year, anyway, and no. I don't know if he'll ever be the dude. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, he looked, he looked overwhelmed mm-hmm. against. Dante DiVincenzo. Right. Well, yeah, against a, against a team, again, you know, Drew, Drew Holiday is a very good player. But other outside of that, like the, the Bucks guard shouldn't overwhelm you if you're if you're Shake yeah. Milton. I mean, like they're not, they're not, I mean, Drew Holiday, yes, but like the Bucks guards aren't world beaters. But no, Shake you Milton should, just like, look, yeah. you shouldn't be getting overwhelmed by White Dante. Right. And like I I mean, like DiVincenzo's a perfect guy on that team. He just man, he just spots up, like I don't know, hits corner threes. If, if he needs to, he drives. Like, I mean, like. That, but he's also, and I think he's fearless. And mm-hmm. I and Doc Rivers even mentioned it. There are a lot of guys scared to shoot on this team. He even mentioned Seth Curry in in particular. Like he's singled out. He's like he's 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 passing up way too many. And I thought it was just a figment of my imagination, but obviously it's not. And you need like I think I was speaking to someone on Twitter about this. You need like an irrational confidence guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, like a good Jr. Smith. Like right. good Jr. Smith. Like, I don't know, like, Terrence Ross would be a nice example where, like, he can get hot, hit four threes in a quarter, either bring you back to a lead or build a lead. Roy, how many guys How many guys do they have on this team? Zero? Yeah, and and, and you need that guy to do that relatively consistently because, yeah. again, like, you have guys, like, again, you'll get the, you'll get the random, you know, really good Furkan Korkmaz game every three weeks. Like you'll get, you know, the random, you know, the little less random, you know, 
pretty good Shake Milton game. You know, when I say pretty good, I mean like 11, 12 points or something like that. Like you'll, you'll get those every couple of weeks. Like you get a guy like a Terrence, like Terrence Ross will have a 15 point game, like at least once a week. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll get like a, you know, like I'm not asking for Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson would be perfect, but I mean, yeah. like, I like I need a guy who I can quasi, you know, if I, I can rely on him to get me 11 or 12 every night and maybe 18, 19 if he's hot. Like, yeah, no, and and who's a threat? Like, I right. mean, a defense is running towards them. Right. Like, all due respect to Corkmas, no one's running to him. No, and, and no, this team no one's is- really running to Shake Milton either. Like, I mean, you mm-hmm. need someone to draw eyes, and and if you're gonna have this point guard power forward play this type of offense, which is, I don't even know what to call it. Like, I like. I thought about it last, like on Wednesday, Roy. I have never seen a basketball player with this type of offensive game. I'm not saying it's bad or good or whatever. I have never seen a basketball player with this offensive game. You mean Ben Simmons? Yes. Yeah. 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 The Ben Simmons, again, the Ben Simmons thing isn't going anywhere. And, you know, like you said, you need to kind of build around this kind of guy because, again, we've never seen this guy. And again, we're not going to, I'm not going to bang the drum. We're not, this is not the Ben Simmons needs to shoot more threes show. It's not. It was. I stopped. I stopped asking for that because I'm, I'm tired of that. But again, like you need to under, like you need to have a guy, and I will say this until the cows come home. You need to have a guy who is a threat, who who is who is will threaten you with a jump shot every now and then. Just every now and then. Just a jump at shot. least. At least Giannis, even if he airballs it, shoots it. Just pull up. Just pull up. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm, you don't have to pull up from 23. Just pull up from 14. Just like when I see you and I know you're you're driving to the basket. I know you're. I know you're going to kick it back out, like or yeah. take it all the way. And like again, if everybody swarms on you, you're just going to kick it back. Like I know what you're going to do. Like yeah. you're not going to stop and pull up. Like no, again, you just- need a lot of build around a guy like that. Yeah. And right now, they have not properly built built around a player like that to win big. I, I mean, like I, I think the six. Sorry, there you go. I think the Sixers have proven they're a pretty good regular season team, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, like I know they didn't have Embiid, but I think they'd still have these same troubles if he was there. And and let me let me just say this, and again, we'll get off of this because again, it's gonna you know sound like Ben Simmons bash hour, and people get it, you know, get, they get upset about that. If I can't give you the ball <laughs> with ten seconds left to go, then what are we even doing? Yeah, you can't give Ben Simmons the ball with ten seconds to go in a two point game because it's like, what are we doing? Like yeah, you no, know I, he's you know he's going too fast. Yeah, no, I like uh, like if like people like if everyone asks me, can you ever win a, a championship with Ben Simmons? My answer is no. As your best player, or just on the team? As your second best player. I, I see. I see. I think the answer is yes. But like you said, like the build around <laughs> needs to be elite. Like you need an yeah. elite build around. Like you can't be over. Like as this team again with Ben. Like assuming they're all healthy. You know, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, everybody's healthy. This team is. Overly reliant on, on Tobias Harris to make yeah. big plays down the stretch. Like Tobias Harris again, great dude. You know, been playing excellent this year, shooting forty one percent. You can't be this reliant on Tobias Harris as a crunch time perimeter player. You can't. Like you yep. cannot do that and expect to win. You cannot do it. So yeah, the build around isn't quite there. I think it's possible, but I don't think the pieces are there right now. I just don't. No, and I just think a build around an elite build around a guy, a, your second best player making thirty million dollars who can't shoot is unrealistic. Right. No. It, no. It, it really is. And and again, you see, you know what the Bucks have done, you know, with with Giannis. Again, that's a really good. I'll, I'll say, excellent build around because yeah. you have Giannis and you have fourteen dudes who know their role. Like everybody on that team <laughs> knows their role. Like you said, like you know what the role is. If you have the ball behind the three point line, shoot it. Shoot it. Right. Like you like got Brooke Lopez is like shooting 28 foot threes like I, yeah. I mean like he but he hits them like I, I mean that's like like no if if you ever want to try a championship team around that do that but I right. but but I'm sorry Ben Simmons isn't in the same I don't say planet and he like in the same region as Giannis like, no, he's not. like for all his faults he averages 30 points a game yeah, like yeah, yeah. Giannis can get to the basket basically whenever he wants to. Uh, he averages like thirty and whatever twelve. Thirty eleven and seven. <laughs> yeah, thirty eleven and seven. Thirty eleven and seven. Yeah, I will take the random air balls every now and then because again, you can give the ball to Giannis like five straight times down the court, and he'll probably get to the basket four of those times, and it'll get to the line. And then now he's making his free throws, so like now it's like cancel Christmas because you can't even foul the dude no more. 
But but again, like even when Giannis, you know, can't get to the basket, he's got four shooters around him just about all the time on the court, so they can make something happen. And now they added another one this week with PJ Tucker, because again, you got PJ Tucker, and like you said, Drew and Brooke and Middleton and DiVincenzo, and like you just like that's the way you build. No, up. like I, I feel like like I, I know people don't want to hear it, but I think Milwaukee this year is playoff built. You mm-hmm. got Drew. You got PJ Tucker. You right. got Bulldogs that can play on defense. Take care of, take care of the other guys' best players. Giannis doesn't even need to guard the, the, the team's hell first or second best player. Right, right. And, and so you not, have his yeah. energy to just dominate. And you're not overly reliant on Giannis to score. You saw in, in that Sixers game, I think it was like four or five guys in double figure or more than fourteen points. I mean, like again, you had pretty balanced scoring, you know, with Holiday and, and Middleton. <laughs> And, and those other guys. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you know, you look at the Nets and you see James Harden put up, you know, 40-point triple-doubles and, you know, like 30-15-15. and 15. Could have had him. Um, but but, him. but I, you know, I, I was told that he was a cancer. I was told he was bad for the locker room. Um, but he's a selfish guy. So, again, I don't know if you want all that on this team. You know what? You like, no, you, like, because we're going to segue this into, like, another dude who who, who could be used that C-word, too. <laughs> he played. He played quarterback for the Eagles. Okay. Like, I, I mean, you know what cures that 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 cancer? Winning the W. Dubs. Like Dubs. That, you know what a vaccine is for cancer? Basketball, sports cancer. Winning dubs. The dub vaccine. <laughs> the dub vaccine. Like I mean uh, that. Like like that. Like like you think the vibes on the Sixers team would be great if they were six games over five hundred? Oh, absolutely not! No, 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 no. But you like, think Dwight yeah. Howard would be like I don't know, like I don't know, like 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 putting his calling his ear to the crowd if there were three games over five hundred? Yeah, like you no. Yeah, you wouldn't see the stories about the big energy chain and none of that stuff. If this, if this team was was you know was it twenty and twenty and sixteen God, or whatever? You know what? I wouldn't want to see this team uh, like a mediocre team with Dwight Howard. Like I mean, like thankfully he's like he's been amazing. But you right. know what? Like a factor is. He's on a good team. Like, good I, I, team right. Yeah, like, and, like, yeah, people just need to, like, I, I mean, it, is there something to that, like, if things go bad, does, like, do star players kind of check out? Sure. But you can mm-hmm. say that, once again, you can say that about that North Dakota guy, too. All right, so this is a good time. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about, we're going to get our um, big energy shots, our big energy vaccines over the break. On the other side, we will talk about a certain quarterback from North Dakota Who's Trey making, Lance, who's making a new start, not Trey Lance, and who's making a new start in the Midwest. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. Welcome back to the show alongside Chris Domingo and Roy Burton again. Segment number two, the Broad Street Line. Follow us, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. <coughs> Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, Spotify. Also listen to us every Saturday, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. If you're in Philly or if you're not, just fire up the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com. Do a search for the Philly Cam radio station and tune in and listen to us wherever you are. Again, 24-7, 365 or again, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on the Philly Cam station as we're doing the show right now. Roy, you know what? Speaking yes. of vaccines, you mm-hmm. know what I need a vaccine for? Yes. When's fluenza? I, I like, Ooh. I need, I need before, like right up there with, with the Rona, with the Rona vaccine. I need someone to, sh- and, it, and it hopefully doesn't need two shots. I need one shot for the for the Carson Wentz that is just in, <laughs> in, invading everyone's brain and making everyone completely stupid. Like yeah. I, I mean, we to this minute, I saw deniers say, even though he said it, he thought that a move was best for both parties. Like, no, nah, I didn't ask for a trade. I'm like, I'm like, Lord, carry me because <laughs> not that not that this is. Should be a surprise for anyone that isn't that that isn't related to Carson Wentz. Like I, I mean, like he showed that he wanted out, and today, kind of like I, I mean, like to be honest, I think he was a little more forthcoming than I thought he would be. I, I mean, like did he answer? Do you hate Doug Peterson? No, like 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 
like did he say, yo, do you think Jalen Hurts is trash? Or or like, no, but he said, like, I, I mean, like, it still comes back, boy. Like, I and I think I think Jason Avant said it on his podcast. This all started in 2018. Or actually February the fourth, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and this is not like I, like I think we can point to one event that maybe triggered it, but man, this that's the Carson score has been going on for a long time, and I think he shed a little light on how much it hurt that he wasn't the dude that that, that hoisted that Super Bowl. So Carson Wentz earlier this week uh, met with the Indianapolis and National, not Philadelphia. Uh, NFL media to talk about um, his move to the Indianapolis Colts. He's a new, new starter for the Colts. And he said during the press conference that, quote, it wasn't fun, end quote, prior to his trade to the Colts. And he specifically said, he confirmed that the benching, when he got benched um, last season um, against Green Bay, caused him to doubt his long-term future with the team. Of course, that's when Jalen Hurts came in and assumed the reins of the starting quarterback position for the rest of the season. Um, it wasn't fun for us, Carson, watching you be terrible for 12 games this season. Um, I, I, will, I will say this, but I want to get to the point that you, made, you mentioned off top. Carson Wentz did not confirm or deny that he asked to be traded. He said that the situation was, quote, outside of my control. Chris Domingo, lie, truth-o-meter on Carson Wentz's outside-of-my-control statement about the trade. Um, uh um, ben Simmons is um, <laughs> mid range game ra- rating on two K. Oh man, outside of his control. If, if you believe, if you believe that, if you actually like, as Hulk Hogan would say, if you actually think, if you actually think, Carson Wentz and this whole trade to where it doesn't even I'm gonna say Indianapolis, him him being here, not being here anymore. If you think that whole situation was outside of his control? I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. This no, is entirely in his of his. Oh no, no, he facilitated this. He facilitated yes. the trade to the Colts. Yes, because I like no, I, and like he he actually surprisingly opened up about this teammate thing. I didn't like he literally said like he's like do I did I want to play like I don't know like Russ Cole and like I don't know put on my true detective cap and find out the snitch that was snitching on me. <laughs> of course I did, but no, like he and he's like have I been like I mean. He didn't go out and say it, but I mean, like, when's the last time that you heard a quarterback, even when he, like, but when's the last time you heard a quarterback have this much issue with his teammates? I, I mean, I saw, I saw something like, I saw Darius Light, like, I don't know, on, on Pat McAfee's show, talk about Matt Stafford. And mm-hmm. literally, you should watch. He literally talked like Matt Stafford is Peyton freaking Manning. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, yo, he a dog. Yo, man, he ready for anything. Like, I want to hear someone talk about Carson Wentz like that. But if you're not a dog. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, so there is something, because Carson acknowledged it, that, like, he did not, like, he did not reach or reach a corner. In the urban corner. But, I mean, no, <laughs> no. Like, I, I mean, but it comes back, Roy, is, like, if you ain't a baller, if you ain't 2017 Carson Wentz and – and like I don't know, almost being sacked and getting out of a, a like a hole. Like if you ain't dropping thirty-one and seven in 12, 12 games, get to know some of your damn teammates. Okay. Oh, th- thank you. That you you said it again. You said it in the last segment. You know what's a cure for all this? Dubs. Yes. Winning. Yes. Like if, yes. You, if you're not if you're the not gonna hang out, if you're not gonna play Call of Duty with Jalen Rager, or if you're not gonna hang out with Quez or John Hightower or Miles Sanders, whatever, you have to win a lot. You have yeah. to be really good. You got to throw for like 4,500 yards and, like you said, do the Houdini thing and escape. You can't go 411 no, you, you gotta and be that by, dude. You got to lead by example on the field. Right. No, yeah, like, and if, like, if you're not a cool dude, you got to lead by example. Like, yeah. Matt Stafford was, was a cool dude, and he was pretty good on the field. No, like, he and game, I, think, but, I think dudes followed him because he was tough as hell. Like, I mean, like, no, and like, and once again, like, and this is something I don't know if you grow into, Roy. Like, I mean, do, do you all of a sudden at your second stop say, yo, I need to be a better leader? Like, you don't take classes for this. Like, I mean, like, it's one of the things I don't think that you can just, like, like take a development class for. Like, either you got it or you don't. And yeah. Yeah. and I think – and and I didn't hear him taking ownership of anything that happened last year. It that was, was – Yeah, that was a and, thing. Yeah. And I'm still not hearing it. And, and in a team with some vets that – 
or like a Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner. Like, you think they're going to deal with that? No. So that's why I say it, Roy. He just can't be a top 15 quarterback. Like, 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 if he plays exactly the way Philip Rivers does and they lose in the first round, like, is it like, like, what's the end? Like, do they think he's like, like, should, does he need to be an upgrade over Philip Rivers? Again, you asked me this question before. Does he need to be an upgrade over Philip Rivers this year? Is that the is that the question? Eventually, but does he need to? Like, I don't know. Like, even because I, this is my opinion. I don't know if you can just overnight change your management style. Like, I don't know. Can can you try a couple things? Can you can you buy Hitman Three for Kenny Moore? <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, do you like? Or even if you just show a little more effort. Like, I, I mean, like instead of buying them, like, like. Like bow and arrows, maybe buy them some Rolexes, bro. So, so here's so here's the thing, because again, I, I think I think, and again, we didn't see a lot of it on Thursday, but I, I think Carson Wentz. About to guess, I think Carson Wentz got a little bit humbled by everything that happened in Philadelphia. I hope so. So I think I think that in Indianapolis, I think Carson Wentz is going to look in the mirror and be like, look, whatever I did before didn't work. Yeah. So let me try a little bit more. Like again, like you, let's say you get a, let's say somebody hires you for a job. And again, like you try your best, but whatever, for whatever reason, like it doesn't work out and you get fired or whatever. But then another company hires you for that very same job. You're going to be, you're going to take some lessons from that first job and say, Hey, you know what? Here's how I can be a better manager. Here's how I can be a better director. Here's how I can reach my people better. Or all, serve I the customers say, better. all I could say, Roy, is he could not be have put in a better position to reclimate his career. 100%. 100%. He, is in, he is with the coach that he trusts the most. Mm-hmm. With a, I'd say an ascending team, mm-hmm. and like an already talented team. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it, the most important thing with small market. Yep. Like, he's not enveloped in that. Dude, some people are meant for the big city, and some people aren't. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a it's not a, it's not a, it's not a character flow. God, the kid came from don't, Bismarck, North Dakota. Right. Yeah, no, no. Being in Indianapolis is a good thing for Carson Wentz. Like, Carson Wentz, if you told me Carson Wentz got traded to the Rams, Carson Wentz got traded to the Jets. Or any, or, would you imagine if no. he got traded to the Bears? Yeah, no, like this wouldn't work. Like he Carly- would get one. He'd be looked at as the savior. Like I, I mean, like he 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 immediately could possibly be the best quarterback they've ever had. Well, he would get, he would have got run out of town in two years. Yeah. So yeah. Like, no, I mean, and no, and and you know what? Like I'm not wishing ill on the guy. It's just like I, I think I like said this to myself. It's been that kind of week. I don't ask much for players. Like I, I mean, like dude, I know, like I don't know, you ain't gonna give all. All 100 percent of the time. I know you might take some plays off. Da, 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 da. Dude, just own something. Like be accountable. Like it like mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what I think I like, I don't know, to to a degree respect about Ben Simmons is he knows he doesn't shoot. He's right. like, yo, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying. I'm trying, but there's a mental block. Like I, I mean, and on some level, I I respect that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but does the respect end? It's like, yo, you gotta do it. Yes. <laughs> No, you're 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 absolutely you're absolutely right. So I know we said we wouldn't talk about Carson Wentz. We talked about Carson Wentz. We'll stop the Carson Wentz talk because we need to talk about the coach who Carson Wentz never welcomed to Philadelphia. One Nick, <laughs> Nick Sirianni who had... forgot about that. Like no, like only Carson Wentz would overshadow introducing or no, like giving a second introduction to the uh, new head coach of football team. Yeah, Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman had a, had a joint press conference on Thursday. Nick Sirianni, um, I did not watch the press conference, but according to reports. Um, a better showing for Mr. Sirianni um, today, although he still doesn't expire, inspire a lot of confidence um, among the Twitter Eagles fans. Again, at least that's a signal that I get. But oh God, high no, energy get, guy. Oh my God, you know who's high energy? Matt uh, Dan Campbell. Do I want Dan Campbell as my coach? No, well, he, well, he gave. He's going to give Deuce a little bit more. Yeah, but leeway, other than so that, maybe. <laughs> do, do I need some meathead to be my coach? No. Do I need? Do I need my coach to get the best out of these crap ass? Like I don't know, D backs. Yes. Yeah, that's all I care about. I don't yeah. care how energy, how low energy, high energy these dudes is. Because honestly, Roy, most of those are. high energy guys flame out. Yeah. Like like Matt, like like Matt Patricia, like Joe Judge. That dude. You know what? I thought about this. He might be my most hated sports figure currently. Can't Joe Judge. Me. Joe Judge. Really? No, it's just I hate that. Like, oh my god, rally. It's like, dude, it's twenty twenty, homeboy. Stop with that. Yeah, like it doesn't really it does, the juice that that juice kind of like kind of wears out again. Yes. That, that talk gets old. What I care about is can you get more than negative twelve yards of carry out of Adrian Killings? Adrian Killings, Eagles 
back with the birds. They re-signed him to bolster their backfield. Not sure if Elijah Holyfield's under a futures contract, but backfield's looking bright with Adrian Killens and the defensive, uh, the defensive line room strengthened with the return of Hassan Ridgeway back in the fold, baby. But you forgot about the big signing this week. You didn't talk about the big signing as of right now. Oh, what, that dude, they, that PR guy they brought from San Francisco? No, welcome to Philadelphia, uh, Andrew Adams, the safety from Tampa Bay, 28 years old. I was 40 years old, 40 and three months years old when I felt Like, I think I know almost damn near every NFL player, or I'd say 80%. Never mm-hmm. heard of him. Didn't know that he intercepted Carson once at some point. 32 like, starts <laughs> in 73 games. Andrew, Roy, Roy, you knew that, like, the cap situation was hell. And, like, through some miracle machinations I can't even comprehend, they're mm-hmm. under the cap. They probably have a couple million to, like, buy – like, to actually sign a player. I didn't think it would be this bad. I mean, dude, they they literally can't afford anybody. So they reworked Brandon Graham's deal. They reworked Rodney McLeod's deal and Jake Elliott's deal, which was a horrible deal. <laughs> and they got a couple million dollars because of the Mar- Marquise Goodwin trade basically didn't happen. Um, so they, they freed up some money and they signed Andrew Adams, who played all of, like, 23 snaps um, on defense with the – Remember when yeah. Howie was considered a cat wizard? Dude, he, he was running a Ponzi scheme. Listen, if you could just keep kicking the can, I mean, is that a bad strategy? But at some point, like. He is the Jake Elliott of kicking the can. No, yeah. he might be worse. Than, no, it is like we got <laughs> we got bamboozled all these years saying, oh, Howie. Like, like, and, and people want to like, like, I don't know, kind of poo-poo the salary cap. Oh, the salary cap does. You know what? Like this week shows you the salary cap exists because there was a lot of good dudes that got cut. No, but here's the thing, though. If Howie had just signed dudes that didn't stink, we wouldn't have a problem. Like the problem, like, like I think Howie, I will give Howie credit. Like I think Howie is a really again when the Eagles need money, they you know because I didn't think they were going to sign dudes last year. And they signed guys last year. They just, they just do that with V lookup. They just well, no. Well, here's the thing, though. It's like if you if like if the Eagles, let's say the Eagles drafted well and they signed and they and they signed free agents over the last three years and drafted over the last three years guys who could actually play, right? No, no, like, so who, it, who cares? No, if they would have done any element of team building correctly, whether right. it's drafting and or or even or or signing players, because they've been abysmal at both. Right. They, they yeah. can't sign players because to a player, to a freaking player, they <laughs> every player they have signed, other than maybe Darius Slay, has has not has underperformed. Underperformed or yeah. sucked. Yeah. No, no, but but like I'm saying, like let's say if they had, like if all the guys they've drafted and the LJ Fords and the Nikel Roby Coleman's and all these dudes they brought in and the Marquise Goodwins, if all those dudes they brought in are half of them, look, not even all of them, half of them. If they were good, then who would care? Like I wouldn't be worried about the Eagles cap situation because they'd have good players. The problem is they got a they got 53 dudes on his roster and like 40 40 of them are terrible and they can't no. get other guys. No. Also, he he tried to take advantage he took he overplayed his hand in that market inefficiency of trying to extend players earlier right because you know what sometimes happens Roy when a guy gets extended he might not play so hard remember when like Eagles Nation was screaming let's extend Zach Ertz mm-hmm. you know how awful that would be right now that would have been that would have been horrendous yeah so yeah so good, on, good on Howie for that because again or like if no, you had, that's like, probably Zach the best move he's made in three years yeah was the was the non-move yeah yeah so yeah, so Darius Slay and Zach Ertz are probably the best moves Howie Roseman has made in the last three years. I don't know what that says. Um, but, again, Eagles are in a spot. And meanwhile, everybody, you know, all, all the other teams in the league signing, like, a 1,000 dudes. Like, the Patriots basically signed, like, 12 dudes. Um, John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Green Goblin himself, Jalen Mills, Kyle Van Noy, and re-signing Cam Newton and still got a b- bunch of money to spend. I saw the craziest stat, Wood. The Patriots last season, out of the tight end, T.E., mm-hmm. got – 218 yards. Well, I don't know if you saw their wide that was still stats on the wide receivers, but they had the worst wide receiving core in terms of catches and yards as well. That it was a terrible like those weapons around Cam Newton were terrible last year. I know Cam wasn't the greatest, but he had a car accident and COVID. That team was terrible last yeah, year. Well, and, and I, I and and it don't help matters when your ex is it is 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 stumbling out of Tampa Bay's parade all drunk. And he's yeah. like, and, and Bill's throwing phones. No, like, I, I mean, dude, no, someone someone said, could you imagine if next year's Super Bowl is Patriots, that Bucks? I'm going to say right now, Patriots are going to win that division. 
You think so? I, I, they will win the division. Yeah. Wow. I think they win the division. I think, I think, that, I think Bill's like, no, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> and, I, and I know the Bills are good, and I'm, uh, I'm not sold on the Dolphins. But I mean, like, I think. Like, so Bill's gonna will. Bill's gonna will will that team. I think he's gonna, gonna be like, he's gonna be like, yo, we're staying here 27 hours a day. Dude, they were like, they were seven and nine last year <laughs> with, with that slop on offense. Like, they weren't terrible. They weren't horrendous. Oh and no! The like the fact hunt, they won yeah. seven games with a guy with a with no offensive playmakers and a guy who threw six touchdowns, yeah. and didn't even have your best player on defense, Dante Hightower, because he opted out, shows you how damn good of a coach. And, and like, did he overpay for a lot of these guys too? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Bill says to Bob, "I won you six Super Bowls. I'm gonna spend your money exactly how I want to. I don't care if I gave J- Jalen Mills twenty million guaranteed, which is insane." Yeah. But I mean, no, like, I mean, but dude, Bill's not going down like this. No, no, Bill's not going out like this. So they make a ton of moves. Um, they made more moves than anybody, but a bunch of free agent signings this week. We don't have time to go through all of them. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, welcome to Washington, the new uh, quarterback um, down in D.C. Yeah, WFT has a nice little squad there. Nice little squad. They got Curtis Samuel as well. Uh, the Knights, the, the Niners paid a billion dollars to Trent Williams. Uh, to protect quarterback X, because I have no idea who the quarterback's going to be uh, next season. Uh, Jacoby Brissett and Will Fuller go to go to Miami. Tyrod Taylor goes to the Texans, which, again, may, may signal a move for Deshaun Watson down there. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, God, we didn't even talk about the most insane rumor of, like, rumors. Was yes. The Eagles could be suitors for Deshaun Watson. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. That's not, that's not true. Like, I mean, I guess it's a rumor. Sure, it's a rumor. I'm not, I, w- I won't give that legs. I'm not. Howie Roseman and Jeff Lurie have the biggest obsession with quarterbacks I've ever seen of a position in my life. Well, I mean, look, if you can get it, if you can get a quarterback that talented, you try. But I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think there's anything to it. I, I really don't think there's anything. I don't think there's, I think that's a nothing story. I now, don't now do you it. think by at the end of the NFL draft, will, will either and or Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson be traded? Uh, before the before the draft, or no, just at the end of the NFL football selection show, will either one of those or both of them be traded? I think Watson gets traded before. Um, I don't know if Wilson's going to go anywhere. I really, I'm not. I don't think they trade him because again, the, well, well uh, you saw if you if you guys haven't seen the story, the story early early this week from the Chicago Bears, the Bears offered reportedly offered three first round picks. The team, the team, the team, the three first round picks, um, a number uh, a number three pick. Two, and two starters for Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks said, "Nah, if, you, if that's not going to get it done, then I don't know what gets it no, done." I, no, I, I think what I think what Seattle wants is a young bull. No, because mm-hmm. I think someone, and, and it makes a, and 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 it's a nice theory that they want to recreate Russ. Yeah, they don't want it. Like it comes back to you, Roy. Teams are tired of paying this 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 tax, this quarterback mm-hmm. tax. Even though, I mean. We'll talk about it at some point. This new TV deal, I don't think it's gonna matter because I, I mean, like, like, because the cap's gonna, like, like, it, it is insane how after a pandemic, the NFL can ask for double what what networks were offering in, in in like TV deals and actually get it. Yeah, well, well, let's talk about that before we get out of here. So the NFL earlier this week finalized their TV boycotts. Though boycotts, <laughs> never gonna, never, never gonna watch an NFL game. Good point. After after Drew Brees had to apologize, good good point good point on that. Yeah, the uh, they, with their broadcast partners, they finalized the deal. Um, the eleven year contracts, which take effect in twenty twenty three or which begin in twenty twenty three, total combined one hundred and ten billion dollars. It's billion with a B. Capital B. That's ten million. That's ten billion dollars uh, per year. That's three hundred twelve million dollars. Three hundred twelve and a half million dollars per team. Per year for a decade, NFL teams will print. That's money. just TV. That's this not TV. factoring. That's not factoring in. That's national else. national television money, not ticket sales, not not revenue from not merchandising, merch. not international TV deals, not advertising, not advertising. Yeah, no, no, you know, no stadium deals. The no NFL t- is no, absolutely Teflon. Like no attendance. Nothing. I, I really think the only reason why people are keeping cable is because of the uh, of because of sports. And, in particular, and, yeah. And now again, now Amazon will be the exclusive home for Thursday night football. So no, no more of the NFL stuff. And now Paramount, the Paramount Plus, the CBS streaming network, they're going to stream C- uh, the CBS games. Um, some of the NBC games <coughs> are going to be on Peacock. So again, like there's going to be a lot less reliance on television and a lot more reliance on the streaming networks when this deal kicks off 
2023. But again, $312 million per team per <laughs> year. <laughs> that you could just budget. That you could just budget it. Well, again, you know, like some because you, know, you got to split it with the players. So again, it's not that's not three hundred twelve straight, but again, because the players get fifty, was it fifty one percent, forty? I don't even know those percentages, but whatever. But again, that's just TV money, like you said. That's just American TV money. Let me get this right: American TV revenue, not international, not ticket sales, not jersey sales, none of that. Just TV money from TV people in America. If NFL I'm a, money. If I'm a quarterback on a rookie deal right now, that's really good, like a Josh Allen. I'm just like salivating. You're you're literally going to get fifty million dollars. Yeah, you're going to get paid. You're no, get, that's why paid. a lot of these guys that are kind of waiting just get this. I, I know you don't want to sign that one year deal. Bet on yourself because you're going to get broke. Like even could you imagine what a franchise tag would cost? Like like if, if say like like if you just have one crazy salary that just drives everything. That's the thing, like like Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes just signed a deal for like almost half a billion dollars. He might have got he might have got underpaid. Yeah. Again, when this TV money kicks in, when it really kicks in, you're gonna see you know sixty million dollar a year contracts. Like like Trevor Lawrence's second contract, if he's any good, Trevor Lawrence's second contract is gonna be disgusting. Yeah. It's no. Will it be double? No. But like I can see the salary cap going up forty million dollars. Oh no, it's gonna go. It's gonna go forty million dollars. Yeah. In, in a, it might go forty million dollars next year, given you know given that fans are in stands again. Yeah. Um. And, and everything's going on with you know with the uh with with the, the TV deals and revenue and advertising is going to be different. You know, with a regular NFL season, those so the be, Eagles be fans insane. rejoice. Yes. You won't have to you you won't have to worry about over the cap.com anymore. Patience, patience, ladies and gentlemen. No, like no, and but it comes back to Roy. I'm happy they cut ties with Carson once. I am because does this 33 million dollars of dead cap suck right now? Yeah. But next year, you know what? It's not going to suck. It's not going to suck. Like you are going to have a boatload of money next year. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah, rip the bandaid off. All right, we got two minutes. We have to get to our March Madness picks because I, I asked Chris to fill out a bracket. So I did. I can't have you fill out a bracket and we not go over the bracket. Okay. Um, so let's just you just go. want to do like so. Just give like, me the elite eight because we ain't got that much time. So give okay. me your elite eight. Got it. All right, Gonzaga, yes. Iowa, Florida State. Texas. All right, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so Gonzaga and Florida. So, so Gonzaga in Florida. No, Gonzaga, Florida? Gonzaga in Iowa. I'm sorry, Gonzaga and Iowa. So you got chalk in the. You have chalk in the uh, the West. I have Gonzaga and USC um, in the West because I wanted to pick up something. So let's go to the East. What do you got? All right, I have Florida State versus Texas. Oh, I like that. I have Michigan, Texas, but I, 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 I see Florida State. They can, they can do some things. But okay, all right, I feel that. <laughs> we're saying this like we're saying this like 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 we know anything. Oh no, no, yeah, we don't know anything. So, all right, what do you got in the Midwest? Let's keep it in the Midwest. I have Illinois, West Virginia. I have Illinois, Syracuse. Syracuse is my my darling, my darling dancing eleven seed going to the Elite Eight. And then in the South, I have yes. Baylor and Ohio State. All right, I have the same. So same there. So your final four. What do we got? Ohio State, Illinois, mm-hmm. and Gonzaga, Florida State. Oh, yeah, Florida State making the making the run. To, I was going to say run to Indianapolis, but they're all in Indianapolis, so <laughs> who the heck knows. Yeah, I have Gonzaga, Texas, and Baylor v. Illinois. Your title game is what? Gonzaga versus Illinois. <laughs> oh, I have the same. I have the same because again, we, we both know college basketball because we were very we're we're wise. And who's your national? Who's cutting down the nets? Gonzaga, because mm. Gonzaga has. No, has the one player I actually have heard of, Jalen Suggs. Um, I I I was going to go Gonzaga, but again, I think like thirty five percent of America went with Gonzaga. You can't win your brackets if you pick Gonzaga. So I was contrarian. Remember the days when we used to stop by your local newsstand and you Bro. used to pick up the 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 the, the, the <laughs> Philadelphia Daily News, and they'd have that great just pull out of every of a capsule of every team. Da 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 da. I like not that I'll ever get back to those days because it, it's I'm so far beyond that. But man, those were fun. That was fun. I used to get the Daily News, the Inquirer, and the yeah. USA Today. Yes, I USA all, Today. All three. USA Today was good. I used to get all three, and now I have resulted on clicking the little logos next to the matchup on ESPN.com and seeing you know how many teams this team beat in the t- RPI top 100 or whatever. That's that's all the research <laughs> I do. I picked Illinois because I've seen more Illinois than any other team. And by more, I mean, I watched a game in the Big Ten tournament. So <laughs> Illinois is my team over Gonzaga because I want to be different, even though 
15% of America picked Illinois, so who the heck knows? It's all chalk because no one knows what this team, what this, these teams look like. But you have the Zags. I have the Illinois, the Fighting Illini, and that is our deep dive into the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm excited. I don't know if Chris is excited. Yeah, Probably no, no, those picks now. are absolutely for entertainment purposes. Purposes only, absolutely right. We are, have to be out. We are out of here as well. So thank you guys as always for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Please don't bet on our picks. But until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Stream classic sitcoms like The Office, Parks and Recreation, and Two and a Half Men. Plus, catch Peacock original comedies like AP Bio and Say by the Bell. For all your exclusive comedy faves, go to PeacockTV.com and get started.